Hello and welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. Let's go through some of the changes I think that the Blues and the Maroons will make going into Origin 2. Now, starting off with the New South Wales Blues, we look at their side from Game 1. Fullback James Tedesco, wingers Brian Toe and Daniel Tupo. Centers Katoni Staggs and Jack Whiten, Jerome Luai and Nathan Cleary in the halves, Payne Haas and Regan Campbell-Gillard in the front row with Damien Cook at nine, Liam Martin and Tarek Sims in the back row, Isaiah Yo at lock, Junior Paulo, Cameron Murray, Stephen Crichton and Ryan Madison on the bench, Nicholas Hines, 18 men. The first change for the New South Wales Blues, I think they'll make will probably be Katoni Staggs. He's come off with that shoulder injury. Doesn't look like he's going to be eligible or available for game two of Origin. One with the Tongan representative scandal thing that was going on around about two weeks ago. So I don't know if he's even going to be eligible for game two. Hopefully he is because he definitely deserves to be. But also because of that shoulder, I'm pretty sure that he must have had either a burner or something was going on. It was heavily iced. So I don't think he'll be all good for game two. If that is the case, I think they're going to go with someone like Campbell Graham. Really good in defense uh, and he does some really good things in attack for for you as well. If Latrell Mitchell's fit and able, I reckon that he'll slot back into this side. I think that's what everyone's saying. But I don't know if he is going to be right for game two. I think it might be Campbell Graham. You could also chuck in Zach Lomax. He's had some pretty strong performances the other night. He was quite good as well. Uh, so Zach Lomax or Campbell Graham are the two that I would think would go in there. Either that or Stefan Crichton, who's already in the squad, will slot into that center role. But we will have to see what happens there. Another change, I think they'll make Liam Martin now. I know he was good in defense. I understand he made 50 tackles in that game, which was just huge. But he only ran for 31 meters. So whether he goes to the bench, I'm not sure. Whether he's dropped from the side, I don't think so. I think that Jake Trevojevic needs to come into this side somehow, whether he's in the front row, the back row, lock forward or off the bench. I think Jake Trevojevic needs to come into this side somehow. So maybe dropping Liam Martin out and bringing Jake Trevojevic in might be the go. And I think Angus Crichton needs to come into this side somehow as well. So getting those two guys in there somewhere, whether it's in the squad, whether it's in the starting 17, I think it's something that's got to happen. Also, news pretty much just broke that South Sydney are prepared to rest Latrell Mitchell on Thursday night against the St. George Illawarra Dragons. It looks as though Sias are ready to rest him so he's fit for round 16 when they go up against Parramatta. I think tactically for South Sydney, it's a really smart option. It probably does mean that it's ending his chances for being selected for the New South Wales Blues, which is a big, big call by South Sydney. If that is the case, bring in a guy like Campbell Graham. Bring in a guy like Zach Lomax. Those are the top two that I'd sort of see there. I know for a fact now that Stefan Crichton definitely is not a 14. I'd say he'd be the highest chance of getting that starting center spot. Although watching him the other day, watching him in the 14 jersey, I'm not too confident. He's the big moment guy, and I think he was trying to force some of the big moments leading to some errors. 
I don't know if he will be the starting centre, guys. I don't know if he will be the pick. Maybe bringing in Campbell Graham or Zach Lomax might be the go. I'm also hearing COC for Talakai might be brought into this side as well. So we'll see what happens with the New South Wales Blues. Angus Crichton and Jake Trevojevic are the two that I'm really, really confident will make their way into this squad, though. Looking at the Queensland Maroons, their side for Game 1 was Kalen Ponger at fullback, Selwyn Cobbo and Xavier Coates on the wings, Valentine Holmes and Dan Gagai in the centres, Cam Munster and Daly Cherry Evans in the halves, Tino Fasula Malaui and Josh Papali'i in the front row with Ben Hunt at nine, Kurt Capewell, Felice Cavusi in the back row with Ruben Cotter at lock, Harry Grant, Lindsay Collins, Patrick Carrigan and Jeremiah Nanai on the bench. I think the obvious one is Xavier Coates. He's obviously done his syndesmosis. He's having surgery on his ankle, which means he'll be out for eight weeks. Eight weeks without Xavier Coates. I think that someone else is going to have to come in and take that spot. There might be a bit of an interesting play here where Kurt Capewell might come into the centres and Val Holmes might shift over to the wing. That could be a play that Billy Slater goes for and one that we've seen in the past. Tell you what, if the NRL really didn't give a shit about this eligibility thing, I would love to see Ronaldo Molotalo in there, but obviously that can't be the case. We look at some of the other contenders though. Corey Oates is definitely one that stands out to me. He's been in some terrific form over the past few weeks. I think he'd be an awesome play to come in there. You're not really losing anything in terms of tall, rangy wingers that can get up there for high contests with the footy. I reckon that he'd be a great pick there, Corey Oates. Also a prolific try scorer in his own right. Really reaching his peak, in my opinion. I think in terms of seasons going, I think this is probably one of the best seasons of his career. He's having a really, really good 2022. So Corey Oates would be a pretty good shout. Brenko Lee's coming in there before. He obviously played the other night for the Brisbane Broncos. I thought he had a pretty decent game, setting up that try for Jordan Pereira as well. I think he did a pretty good job there. So he's definitely a shout to two Broncos wingers in Brenko Lee and Corey Oates. A guy that people wouldn't really be thinking about, but someone that I think definitely deserves their Queensland Maroons debut is Corey Thompson. Now, I know you lose a bit to size, but he's very similar to Josh Adokar. I think if they do bring in Josh Adokar for the New South Wales Blues, if Daniel Tupo, and we forgot to talk about Daniel Tupo as well, if Daniel Tupo isn't eligible because he's obviously going to represent Tonga, then the Blues are obviously going to have to bring in someone else in. I think that will be Josh Adokar. I think he's definitely proven that he's an origin player, especially in the game just after he didn't get picked. He had an absolute blinder. So Josh Adokar would be a shoe-in for me for the Blues if Daniel Tupo is out, which means that they can give up a bit of size for the Queensland Maroons wing and I think they could go for Corey Thompson. I think he'd be a great shout to come into this side. I think Corey Thompson is definitely a shoo-in for me. I think he's been in some great form over the past few years and has been really unlucky not to make it into this side. Now, looking at this list, there are plenty of players eligible. I think the only ones that are really a chance are the ones that I've mentioned. Obviously, Oates, Corey Thompson, and Brenko Lee, I think, would be the ones that I'd be seeing. Otherwise, as I said at the start, Kurt Capewell might shift into the centers, and you could see Valentine Holmes shifting off to the wing. Depending on how the scans go as well for Jeremiah Nanai, I think he's a bit of a 50-51, whether he'll be in the side come next week. I think the obvious shoe in there would have to be Jai Arrow. Jai Arrow's got to come into this side somewhere. He's just an origin footballer. He really gives some life to this Queensland Maroon side. It's pretty upset and disappointed that he wasn't picked last time. I think that people were a bit upset that he wasn't picked in game one. I think if Jeremiah Nanai is not sweet to go, if his ankle's not the best, I think Jai 
Jai Arrow definitely comes into this side. Well, there you go, guys. That's some of the changes that I think are quite obvious going into game two. Some of the changes that really stand out to me. If there's anyone that stands out to you that I didn't mention, make sure to let me know in my DMs. I'm going to make a post about it as well. Thank you for choosing Big Lezzers League and all rugby league experience. And I'll see you guys in the next one. Well,